With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When it comes to real estate, you can have a thousand questions. Luckily, there's one agent you can turn to for honest answers. Remax Time Agent Michelle Sloan from SloanSellsHomes.com. This is your opportunity to learn from one of the best and most trusted agents in the business. This is the Sloan Sells Homes Open House with Michelle Sloan on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back. You know, we have so much real estate news to talk about today, and it will affect you in one way or another. That I am sure. So if you have been listening to this show, you know that I am a full-time real estate agent and broker of my own REMAX office. And what that means to you is I am full-time in the trenches. So if you have questions about real estate, you are absolutely, I encourage you to call me every, when you have a question, even just a simple question I have people say well should I what type of countertop should I put into my home or can you come over and tell me what my home is worth or you know some people will even send me samples of carpet or tile or something like that for me to say okay we're thinking about selling our home and if we're gonna be putting this money into our home what is the best value which one is gonna give me the best return on investment and so that's what I'm here for I am here to give you information and to share with you and certainly I would love to work with you when it is time to sell or buy a home and so that's the whole purpose of this show is to help you so you know what so I told you there's some big news this week oh my gosh there's so much in the news about real estate in general we'll start locally and locally we have the latest statistics that came out from the Cincinnati area board of realtors that says that uh, unbelievable the pace of sales continues to break records month after month and when I tell you some of these numbers you if you're like me even I'm in the business and these numbers are absolutely ridiculous I mean it's so so crazy so first of all the big thing is the median sales price for home sales in the Cincinnati market has increased 15% from January 2020 to uh, January of 2021, this past month. 15% increase. Now, you can't get a 15% increase in the stock market, but you can get it in real estate. Normally, you know, we have said over the years, if we have a 3% increase from year to year, you're doing pretty good. But 15%, that's crazy. That is just mind-blowing. And you know that the median price in the Cincinnati market has gone up 21 months in a row. So for the last several years, couple of years, 
you know, we have seen increasing prices and a lot of people are starting to get a little nervous because they know that this kind of trend usually cannot continue forever. And that is true. I think there will be a slowdown, maybe, but, you know, we're going to keep talking about this. And if you are thinking about selling, you know, your biggest asset is your home, is your property and owning real estate is an absolutely smart investment. Now, some people 10 or 15 years ago in the 2008, 2009 crash, you might've thought that maybe owning real estate was not a good idea. But here's the thing, the good Lord will not be making any more land, right? There's only so much of it. And some of it we'll have to save for farmland. There's no question about that. And, but, we are seeing our metropolitan areas getting bigger and bigger. And so, because we're growing, I mean, there's more and more people on this planet, right? So we're not going to get into that, you know, because that could be a, a little bit of a touchy subject, but okay. So let's continue with some of our market news. And if you're just joining me, thank you very much. My name is Michelle Sloan. I'm your local residential realtor and broker at Remax Time. And we're talking about the news this week and real estate is hot. I mean, yes, I know it's super cold outside and people don't think that this is a good time to sell your home. I'm going to tell you otherwise. Now is an awesome time to sell your home if you are in that position that you want to and you are able to and you know where you're going to go so the number of days on market on average during 2021 january of 2021 could you how many days do you think how many days on market do you think when a home is put on the market and then they get an accepted offer In the Cincinnati market, it is four days in January, four days. Remember, I always, you know, I go back to 2008 and 2009. It was taking a year or more to be able to sell a property. And today we're able to sell a home in just a couple of days or a week, but not a lot more unless, okay, so here's the key, unless your home is overpriced. It does not have updates. Now, a lot of buyers out there are willing to overlook a lot now in order to get a home, but nobody wants to overpay. Nobody, nobody wants to overpay for a home. So if you are unrealistic and if you have a real estate agent who is not being honest with you, then I think that you will be the exception to the rule. Does that make sense? I think it does. So four days on market, if you're priced right, if you're in the right area, you've got a nice home. Um, There are buyers out there for sure. And then this is the biggest number that I have. Well, first of all, let's go back to the days on market. Four days on market. That is a 73% decrease from January of 2020. What? Oh, just crazy. Just crazy. So then the active inventory, and this is the reason why everything is being driven in this direction is because of the lack of inventory. So in January of 2021, 
from January of 2021, if we look backwards to 2020, there was a 47.5% decline in the number of homes on the market. Again, those numbers are staggering. It is making it so frustrating for real estate agents who are out there working they are working twice as hard. And you may say, all I need to do to sell my house, Michelle, I don't need you. I just need to put a sign in the yard and they will come. Maybe they may come, but are you protected? Do you know what's going on in the market right now? Do you, have you studied it? Are you working in real estate? Cause it, it's a, it's a madhouse out there. And frankly, you know, you would think that having five or six or 10 offers on a property would be a good thing. And it kind of is, but it's also extremely stressful to you, to the buyers, to the real estate agents who are trying to compile all the information so that we are fair to everyone involved. And you as a seller, then you have to break that many people's hearts because if you have 10 offers, you can only pick one. <laughs> now you could also pick a backup, which I strongly recommend in this market, because there are a lot of homes that actually will fall through, meaning you won't get to the closing table with the very first buyer that you accept. It may be for reasons of inspection. It may be for reasons of just plain old cold feet. And you know what? There's a lot of us out there with cold feet these days, and I'm not talking about the weather. Some buyers are out there and they're putting offers on homes that they don't even really like because they need a place to stay. Maybe they're staying in their parents' basement at this point, and they would rather be in almost any home. And they may be willing to spend more than they really should. And that frightens me a little bit because that gets back to the point. I've been in this business long enough. That gets back to the point that you don't want to overpay for something. You don't want to get yourself in upside down. So making smart decisions, having a real estate agent with you, whether you're a buyer or seller, who is a, really informed about the market and the area and the territory that you're living in is so important. That is the reason why you want and need a strong real estate agent who is going to back you and help you through this process because it's really not as easy as just sticking that sign in the yard. It's just not. So, you know, as we continue on the Sloan Sells Homes open house today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about statistics and information. President Biden came out this week with some news that I think will affect your pocketbook or at least your mortgage. We're going to talk a little bit about the home building situation because, you know, now more than ever, home builders are, they're struggling to a certain extent because they cannot build homes fast enough. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the role of a real estate agent when it comes to new construction. So don't go away. I'll be right back. I'm Michelle Sloan, your local residential realtor and broker at Remax Time. And you're listening to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House. I'm so glad you're joining me today on this cold Sunday afternoon. 
And we are talking about the news. What's going on in the news these days uh, regarding your real estate? And there's an awful lot happening. So this week, President Biden, he gave some welcome news to people who are having a hard time actually paying your mortgage. Are you in a position right now that you are in what's called forbearance? So forbearance means that you are unable to make your payment and you have an agreement with your lender to take those payments, not pay the payments right now, but you will be on the hook to pay those either when your forbearance is through or they may get tacked on to the back end of your loan. So it's not forever. It's not something, but President Biden actually um, extended the mortgage forbearance program through June of 2021. So it was it was set to expire at the end of March, and now we have added another three months. So we're kicking the can down the road just a little bit, with hopes that with COVID and you know everything that's happening in the world, or at least in our country, that we can all get back on our feet so that we can get back to work and make sure that we can make all of our payments. So we'll talk a little bit about like about that right now. So 2.7 million homeowners are currently in COVID forbearance. Hmm, that's a lot, a lot of mortgages. And not everybody is able to apply for this forbearance, okay? And that's what we're gonna talk a little bit about because you know, not that's really important. So the the question uh, for most people, when you're in forbearance or you're thinking about it, because here's the thing: if you're not in forbearance right now, if you don't have a program in place with your lender about delaying your payments and being allowed to, you know, give yourself some time to figure it out you can go ahead and apply for forbearance now if you're not in forbearance currently. But you have to apply for it. It's not just automatic. So you have to call your lender. And there should be some information on your monthly bill or you know, you may have to go back to the, the lender that actually got, you should be able to figure out who you should call. But make those phone calls and talk to somebody because not everybody is going to be affected or have the opportunity to take advantage of what President Biden is offering because that is only for forbearance is only for those mortgages that are backed by the government that are Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Okay, so, you know, a lot of us, nope, I don't even, yeah, I don't, I think my loan, my mortgage is backed by Freddie and Fannie, but uh, I'd have to go check it. You know, you have to check that. Most people don't. That's just that fine print. You know, you just, when you're going to get a mortgage, you're either going to go to a bank or you're going to go to a mortgage company. Um, you you might go to Uncle Joe, but, you know, I, I suppose he's not going to be backed by the government. Let's put it that way. That's for sure. So, you know, some of the things, does my mortgage qualify for the new protections? So federally backed mortgages are about 70% of borrowers. That's who's eligible for the forbearance protections and the protections from foreclosures. And the biggest concern is, are we going to see foreclosures start happening again? 
And the answer is yes, we probably will see. Some people, if they continue to not make their payments and you are not protected by a federally backed mortgage, you could lose your home. And see, that's the one thing that most people aren't telling you. So first of all, you need to find out what type of loan that you have. And then you have to actually ask some questions. Because if you just stop paying your mortgage because you think you're protected, I'm sorry, but that is not the case. That's not how it works. So you are, if you are eligible, if you have a federally backed mortgage, which 70% of us do, but what does that mean? 30% of us don't. So 30% of us are on the hook to pay those mortgages each and every month, just like you're supposed to. And if you can't, that's when you have to call your mortgage company and you need to talk to somebody. Now, this may be really difficult because you know what? You're, you may go into voicemail, heck. <laughs> you may go into a voicemail system and have a really hard time talking to somebody, talking to a real person. That may be difficult. So you're gonna have to, if you have a little time on your hands and you're making those phone calls, try not to get too frustrated because a lot of these banks and lenders have sent everybody home. People are working from home. And so people are not as available that we need and when we need them. You know, it was funny because I haven't gone to the bank, physically gone to the bank for a really, for months. And I went, I had to go drop off, I had to drop off a check. Seems simple enough. And I went to my bank and there's a sign on the door that says we're closed. Go to, go to this other branch. And I thought, I wonder how long this bank had been closed because I haven't gone to the bank for such a long time. It's been many months. So when I finally found a bank that was open, and I asked the cashier and I said, so how long has this other bank been closed? This other branch? And he said, well, since April of last year, where you been? <laughs> so, you know, it's gonna, it may be a little, it may take some time, let's put it that way. And certainly on that day it took me an extra 10 minutes to just to find a bank to close and to, uh, you know, cash that check. But the good news is I found somebody and he said, the banking industry really is changing because 90% of everything that we will do from now on is going to be online. And that is super scary for a lot of people. Even my parents, um, my parents are in their 60s, no, 70s. My parents are in their 70s and they're pretty smart. My mom, she's she's been, you know, working on a computer for quite a long time. And she is very, very very hesitant and absolutely says, I am not going to cast checks on my phone. What in the heck? How is that? What is that? But then the banker says, well, that's the way that's going to be the only way you can cash a check with our bank coming up in the near future. So there's a lot that we have to learn. There's, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to people. If you have questions, especially with your mortgage, don't just you know, slough it off and say, well, I can't make my payment or I'm only going to make a partial payment. You have to come up with a payment plan, but it has to be sanctioned. It has to be okayed by your lender. Okay. So that's really important information. 
that, you know, this whole thing, this whole COVID thing, this is a new world for a lot of us. And we're all learning every day something new. So if you have concerns about your mortgage and you have absolutely no idea where to turn, you can give me a call and maybe I will be able to, no, no, I will be able to help you. I'll be able to at least send you to a loan officer who can help you get the answers that you're looking for. Okay, I may not be able to answer your questions, but I can get you to somebody who can. And that's, that's kind of the peace of mind that I want to offer you today. My name is Michelle Sloan, and you're listening to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the Sloan Sells Homes Open House with Michelle Sloan, REMAX time agent and proprietor of SloanSellsHomes.com. You have questions, she has the answers. This is your opportunity to learn from one of the best and most trusted agents in the business. This is the Sloan Sells Homes Open House with Michelle Sloan on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back. It's so good that you could join me on this frigid, cold, it's winter. (laughs) It's winter in Cincinnati. Boy, we're getting our fill of the snow this year, aren't we? Actually, you know, it was kind of fun for the first day, and I was really hoping for a blizzard this week. I know I'm crazy, but, you know, it just seemed like a little nostalgic for me because I remember I grew up in northwest Ohio, and we would have some pretty nice snowfalls. And living in Cincinnati for the last 20 years, I love Cincinnati, but I don't love the ice that we often get instead of the big piles of snow. So anyway, guess what? It'll change pretty soon. It's all going to change in the, you know, spring will come hopefully sooner now rather than later. But in the real estate world, the market is, the spring market is here. And most people say that the best time to sell your home is during the springtime. And the reason why I say in the middle of February that spring is here is because the market has changed so much over the last several years. The interest rates are incredibly low, 30-year lows, lower than they've ever been, which is leading to a lot of people wanting to get into their own home, wanting to realize that American dream. And so I think that is so very important. But the thing is, there are so few homes on the market for people to purchase, you know, and so when there are more buyers than sellers, it's considered a seller's market. And we have been in a seller's market now for the last couple of years. So what that is also doing is that is leading more and more people to really seriously consider new construction. And that's what we're going to talk about now in this half hour. We're going to talk a little bit about new construction. And the biggest thing is, you know, what's happening in the world of new construction? And do you really need a real estate agent to help you build a home? Hmm. Okay, that's really, really important. And I'm, of course, you're going to say, well, yeah, Michelle, you're going to say, of course, you need to have a real estate agent. (laughs) But I'm going to give you some reasons why you do want to take a real estate agent with you to a builder. And so, but let's talk a little bit about the news. What's happening with home builders? Well, the confidence is definitely improving. 
the business of home building is improving. But the one thing that is probably not on the side of the builder or of the buyer of new construction is the high cost. So it's very interesting. You know, all of us have our comfort range when it comes to what we can afford for our housing. And we should always consider that our home and all of the maintenance that you do on your home and everything that you are, you know, to live in your home, to pay your mortgage, to pay your utilities, to do any upkeep that's necessary, you should never go over about 28% of your budget, of your monthly budget. You can consider, you know, using that for your home. So that's, if you know your budget, and that's, you know, the first thing that you really should do is know what your budget is, know how much you can afford. Because if you go to a lender and say, oh, well, you know what, you can get a home for $500,000 based on your income and your debt and all of that. Well, you may say, okay, so what's my payment? You know, when you go to buy a car, that's kind of what happens, right? When you go to buy a car and you're like, oh, I love that car. I want that cherry red sports blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm not a car person. But anyway, um, if you want to go buy a car, they'll say, well, what kind of payment do you want? What kind of payment are you comfortable with? Don't look at the big number. Don't look at that car that's going to cost you $40,000 or whatever. Um, How much are you willing to pay for that car per month? Same kind of thing that you're going to do with a home, only it's obviously going to be a much bigger chunk of your income. So you have to go through that. But then you may be able to buy a home for 500000 but you may be only comfortable with using, getting a monthly payment that's worth maybe a $300,000 home. So you have to decide where your comfort level lies. Have you ever heard of the term, I don't want to be house poor? That means if you don't have enough money after you pay your mortgage and you pay your utilities, you don't have any money to go out to dinner or to go on a vacation when we're able to go on vacation again. I'd like to make sure that I still have money in my pocket to do those things. So that's why it's important to really know your budget, know how much money you're spending on your home. And then when you go to build a home, you want to also do this, the exact same thing. But what's happening in the home building uh, in that industry right now is the cost of the materials to build a home, the cost of the steel and the wood and the people. I mean, it is expensive to build a home. So home builders are really not building homes that are extremely affordable. Okay, so we are have more and more people who would love to buy a new home, a brand new home, but the affordability of new construction is not always available. Okay, so there is some big confidence that because we have such little inventory. We have very few homes that are in a resale situation. And here, I got some, I here you go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you some real life examples of new construction versus resale. So I, I just did some statistics this week 
and this will change from day to day, but I just did statistics this week from a couple of area uh, school districts. So I like to do school districts just because when most people are looking for a home, they're looking in a particular school district. So let's start with the Anderson Township area. Let's look at Forest Hills. And I can do this with any school district. I'm just using this as, as an example, okay? Currently, this week, when I pulled this report, there are 33 homes available in the entire Forest Hills School District. 33 homes on for sale on the market. Of those homes, 11 of them are new construction and probably haven't even broken ground yet. And 22 are resale. So that percentage is, you know, pretty good. But when you break it down even further, it's really interesting. There's only one home for sale that is under $200,000. There are only three homes for sale under $300,000. And there are one, two, three, four, Five homes for sale under $400,000. So as you can see, the rest of those homes, the rest of those uh, resale homes are in the 500 plus price range. And so I'm not sure if that's affordable. No, I know that's not affordable. That's not affordable for me. Is it affordable for you? If you're looking to build, I help a lot of people build homes. Uh, this year, I have helped more people build homes, new construction with all different kinds of builders, production builders, custom home builders. It's, it's a, I have a lot of really good relationships with the builder community, and I think they're doing great work. And I will tell you, if you know a young person who's interested in an awesome career, and we'll probably talk about this next week, if you know someone who's interested in getting into the trades, there is some really good money to be had and steady work. And it will be steady for a long, long time because more and more people are building homes. So let's do another example real quick. I did this one last week. I thought it was fascinating. I still think it's fascinating. In the Wyoming school district, there are currently seven homes for sale in the entire school district, Wyoming school district. Of those seven homes, one, two, three of them are new construction. Uh, four, yeah, three. And so there are only four homes that are resale in the Wyoming School District. Again, there's only one that's listed for 120. The next one, it skips all the way up to $400,000. So again, those higher priced properties, they may linger a little bit longer than the homes priced under 400,000, okay? So that makes sense, right? So you're, if you're thinking about, okay, I want to sell my home, Michelle. I know that I can make a really good, I can, I can make some money on this. I can have some money afterwards. I've got a lot of equity. How much is my home worth? That's your first question. And then when are, where are you going to go when you sell your home? That's the question. That, that's the million dollar question. And that's the reason why we're going to continue in this um, kind of we're, we're in this seller market. I think it's going to continue for sure through the rest of this year, unless there's something catastrophic that happens, which I certainly hope that there isn't. But we may lose some people to foreclosure, because they're not making their payments. And the, the government will stop backing 
those at some point, somebody's going to have to make those payments. We can't go on forever continuing to not pay what we're supposed to be paying for, right? So I do think there's going to be a change, but for the most part, you, we're going to be in a seller's market for quite a while. So a lot of people want to cash out. Now, maybe you want to build a home and maybe you have a neighborhood in mind. That's what we want to talk about. That's what we want to talk about. And why in the world would you take a real estate agent with you? All right. Well, I have the answers to that. My name is Michelle Sloan, and you're listening to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House on 55KRC. I want you to just stay tuned, and I'm going to give you the top five reasons why you need a real estate agent if you are going to build a new home. Stay with me. We'll be right back right here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House. I am Michelle Sloan. I'm your local residential realtor and broker at Remax Time. And you know what, Remax Time, we are full service and I am here to help you. If you have a question about your real estate, I would love for you to give me a call this week. If you have a topic that you'd like me to cover on this show, I've actually have one of my listeners, Bill. Hi, Bill. How are you doing today? And um, he was asking about the Wyoming school district and if now is a good time to sell his home. And I said, Bill, call me. I need to come see your home and we need to put it on the market as soon as possible if you want to make big mad bucks. I'm telling you, now's the time. But here's the thing. You can't just throw it on and have it be all messy you still have to do the decluttering you still have to maybe do some neutralizing if you want the top dollar for your home you need me to come see you and i'd love to come see you you need me to come see you so that we can actually talk about how you're going to get the highest price for your home so it's not just automatic you know we talk about in generality sometimes right all of the homes are selling and there's three or four offers and they're selling for so much higher than we would expect. Well, here's the thing. That is true, but it's a generality. So each individual home is going to be different. Now let's talk about new construction. I have a little bit of time here and I am excited to talk to you about new construction. Why do you need a real estate agent? Um, I will tell you that, number one, the builder pays your real estate agent's commission. You want to have representation when you go meet with any builder. And you can't ask for that representation after you've already visited the builder. So here's, this is, the, this is really, really important. If you're not listening to anything that I say today, as I'm rambling on, I really think this is so important. You may think, okay, I'm going to go into this model home and I'm just going to look around and I'm going to get some information. I'm not really that interested in buying or building a new home right now. I'm just going to go in and, and talk to this nice person. Okay, stop. Stop right there. You, before you walk into that model home, you want to make sure that you have a real estate agent who is going to work for you. Guess what? The person in that model is not necessarily a real estate agent. That is a builder's rep. That is somebody who is, wants to sell that home to you. 
and is representing the builder. You want to make sure that you have a real estate agent who is going to back you. Here's the other thing, depending on the builder, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to get in trouble, but I have had situations where people went in and they really truly were not looking to buy, but then they got enamored by all of the fun stuff in the model. The models, they do that on purpose. It is like Christmas all wrapped up into a package and it's so fun and that's so pretty and it's so new. Okay, that's what they want to happen. They want you to go in and just be, just get really emotional about the situation. And then they're gonna just take that uh, reel and they're gonna reel you right in. And then you forget to say, oh, but I want a real estate agent to help me because they're not gonna ask you about that. And then they're going to ask you for your contact information and your name and your phone number. Once they have that and you forgot to mention that you have a real estate agent, they may not allow you to work with a real estate agent. They may say, you know what, you've already been in, you've already got information. You never said anything about a real estate agent. So yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to let you have that real estate agent. Even if you fight and say, I'm not signing a contract unless I have someone representing me. And that can be kind of un uncomfortable. See, let me be the bad guy. Let me come in because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to represent you and I can be the bad guy with that builder. What happens if, you know what, you wanted a, a bathroom in the lower level and they forgot to put it in? You know, are you going to go to court to fight that? Well, there's a lot of things in those in those contracts, and if you're not familiar with real estate contracts, that's another reason why you want a real estate agent to go with you when you are building new construction. Because you know what? You don't do it every day. And they're not going to tell you that you can. You may think, well, you know what? I'm going to get a better price if I don't take a real estate agent with me. That is not true either. That is not true. You know, you will get the same price and you will have to, um, yeah, you're not going to get a discount because you don't take a real estate agent with you. It's just plain and simple. It's true. Okay. So I'm going to be there to help you get what you want. I'm also going to give you advice to help you because you probably won't live in this home for the rest of your life. Maybe you will, but someday you may want to sell it and I'm there to help you Build what needs to be built in that home. I'm going to spend your money just a little bit. Eh, it's okay. But I have your best interest at heart. Truly and absolutely. I have your best interest at heart because let's say you're going to get a two-car garage. You think, I, I just need a two-car garage. It's fine. I may convince you to get a little bump out in that garage because as cars get bigger, a lot of times the, the standard two-car garage may not even fit your vehicle and it may not fit the vehicle of the person who's going to buy your home after the fact you know when it comes time to sell it again and there are people that will not buy a home if their car does not fit in the garage so getting a couple of extra feet on that garage is worth a lot of money it's worth what you're going to pay for it and you are not going to be told that and some builders may not even offer it. If you have a, what I'm going to consider a cookie cutter builder, 
they may not give you any options. You may just have to be a take it or leave it kind of situation. And so that's all well and good, but you want to know what you're getting yourself into and if you have those options. And then because the, the builders are so busy right now, you're not getting, you're not really able to make a lot of changes after the fact. After you've made your selections, you may want to be able to make changes. And sometimes that's not possible. So you need somebody to help you and to tell you because they won't tell you. And I, I'm, that hurts me a little bit on the inside, but it's, it's the truth. And I've worked with a lot of people who are building homes this year. And some of them have been very, very happy. Some of my buyers have been very happy. Some have been a little frustrated. And so, you know, there's never an in-between, right? It's just either you're thrilled or you're, you're just a little angry. So we're going to try to avoid as much angriness as possible. So if you're thinking about building a home, if you're thinking about selling a home, if you are looking to buy a home, guess what? Give me a call. My name is Michelle Sloan. I'm your local residential realtor and broker at Remax Time. You can find me, of course, at SloanSellsHomes.com or my phone number, 513-600-5277. Have a great rest of your Sunday, and we will see you here right here on 55KRC next week at 4. You're listening to 55KRC, the talk station. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.